Episode 117, Part 2 of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. I'm your host, Sean. Welcome. Welcome to the second part of the three-part breakdown of this five-five program it, it, known as Geeksters. You stumbled there, didn't you? Yes, I like, did. You know what did that? It was it was like, you're just going to let your mouth work going like, I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm just going to keep talking because I, I can't stop. stop. <laughs> I can't stop. Sean stopped for some reason. <laughs> they can't stand dead air. <laughs> but yeah, you do it all the time on air. <laughs> let, me, wait, let me read this. <laughs> don't mind me talking about yourself. <laughs> 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 You'll find that out more in part three. Yes. But here in part two, we bring you another episode of Life, the Universe, and Everything with Erica. Yes. In this week's topic, we talk about artificial intelligence. No, we're not talking about the dweebs you see behind the wheel driving on this fine Christmas shopping season. <laughs> we're talking about computer artificial intelligence and whether or not us as a society will be blindsided when the robot overlords come into play. Mm. Would that be a good way to sum up? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. Because I kind of wasn't really paying attention. Yeah, what was I? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'll make some interesting points. Some of the topics of conversations show pop up. And then when everything's all said and done, Ed decides to switch gears and gives us releases of the week. Yeah. We find out what's coming out here in the U.S. of A., on DVD and Blu-ray. Yeah, nice. Sorry. Yeah, nice. <laughs> okay, Ed McMahon. You're correct, sir. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, and then, of course, video games. Yes. The one game that comes out this week. One. One. And I think it already came out. To be honest, cause I saw it at work. On the, on the shelf. So, I think it came out Friday. <laughs> I think. Maybe. I don't know. I don't care. Because <laughs> this game I didn't care about to start off with. I looked at it on the shelf and was like, oh, okay, when'd that come out? And then I found out, it's supposed to come out Tuesday. <laughs> like, it's already out. Thanks to our show. Because we give you the up to date information on what's coming and, coming and going. From a week ago. Yeah. That's mostly our news articles. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, sit back. Relax and uh, enjoy part two of episode 117. And we'll be back at the end to wish you a fond farewell. We are Geeksters! It came back too soon. I, I jumped the gun. Hi. We are Geeksters! Hey, everybody. It's Sean. Welcome back. You're listening Hi, to Geeksters Live on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, Tuned In, and iHeartRadio. Just for Aquanet Radio and those apps. All right. Yeah! Let's keep this party going. Drum solo. It's time. Time for life, universe, everything with Erica. Yeah. What do you got this week, Erica? Woo! <laughs> Not sure when to come in. <laughs> Threw me off there a little. That's a Step sense. inside. Walk yeah. this way. Sorry. Go ahead. So, what do you got? All right. So, this week. Uh... <laughs> She's like, but you're not going to play my theme music? It's like, no. That's it. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with David Jermaine uh, 
lead him in. All right, so what else? All right, so Stephen Hawking, very famous theoretical physicist. Said he wanted to be a Bond villain. Please tell me this is the article. No, but dude, that's so much better. Let me look that up real quick. He said he wanted to be a Bond villain. He said he had the voice for it. (laughs) Yes. He honestly said that. (laughs) I think we might be changing the article right now. No, go back to the original one. Dad. Nope, found it. Too late. It's a blur. I don't care. That's fucking awesome. All right, we'll come back to it. Actually, maybe we can tie it together. All right. What right. what, what did old Motormouth have to say this week? Literally. Sorry, Steven. Because he listens. (laughs) I do, actually. (laughs) I can't get away from it. (laughs) My wheelchair doesn't move fast enough. All right. Okay, can't, so what's he can't got? change the channels on TuneIn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my dick in turn keeps this on. All right, guys. That's so horrible. Fun. You guys are horrible. Thank you. You've never seen yeah. me do stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. What's your never article? on air? <laughs> go ahead. What's your article? <laughs> Sounds like I'm not dignifying that with an answer. Nope. Making fun of a man in a wheelchair. Go ahead. <laughs> so does Big Bang Theory. Whatever. <laughs> anyway I strive to be above Big Bang Theory Good luck You make fun of my retardness all the time That's different, you're not handicapped <laughs> <laughs> Emotionally you are but... <laughs> Alright, all right, so what's this big article this week? Alright, so the article this week is What does old Ironside have to say? He is predicting <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there, folks? (laughs) (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Good night. (laughs) Anyway, let me try this again. So Old Ironsides is predicting that AI could lead to the end of humankind. That movie? So no, not, I mean, not the movie it, itself. It is a bad movie. I can see, like, if you put a group of people in after that movie, Haley Joel usually, Osmond. Like, usually some rioting, some rugged murder. Now. Haley Joel Osmond will lead to the end of society. Okay, so I gotta be honest, that's nothing new. Yeah, well, and he's this is kind of him reviving um, the old argument, like whether it could happen. And if I'm standing at moment, so I've said it a thousand times, every while I will be the end of this all. <laughs> Even so, though just, just with yeah. AI helps exist helps him talk. And that's weird. actually they touched on this. Hypocrite! In, they touched on it in the article. Kick over. That's thanks to the AI talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's just him in a chair. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't had an original thought in thirty years. <laughs> All right, so what, what is it? All right, so this is what he said. Um so he has <laughs> ALS, which is um amyotrophic lateral sclerosis um and the interview touched on technology that is um he's using to help him communicate it works by modeling his previous word usage to predict what words he'll use next similar to predictive texting available on smartphones okay so um so you know that probably saves a little bit of time while he's 
um, you know, while he's working. But he mentioned his concern over the development of machines that might surpass us. Uh, once humans develop artificial intelligence, it would take off on its own and redesign well, itself. I should only have them with the technology. <laughs> so, but he said it would take off on its own and uh, redesign itself at an ever increasing rate, probably at a rate faster than what we would be able to catch up with. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, the way she said it, it's like, so basically, it's predicting what it says. It's like, that's what I said. I said, how much, bitch? <laughs> it has the polite meter. <laughs> or worse, the Poorly. polite meter breaks. Or he means to say it's nice to see you when it comes out how much. Yeah, it's the exact opposite. All I want to say was good morning turns into... <laughs> Steve Hawk is just telling me to fuck off. Dude, that's awesome! I know! I got told off by Stephen Hawking. My life is complete. Um... Yeah. So, the issue of machine intelligence actually goes back as far as, um... Alan Turing, back in 1950, when he uh, considered the question, can machines think? So this has been something that's been ongoing for, what, like, like 60 years now? It's kind of like how Philip Dick Dick once asked, do electric sheep, do androids dream of electric sheep? Wow. You know, I talked to the guy at Atomic City about that, too. Okay. Yeah. Blade Runner? Yeah. Well, the movie and the book, so. But anyway. Right. Yeah, we talked about a lot of shit. No wonder he was able to get 50 bucks worth of stuff in my hands. (laughs) Damn, he's good. Um, anyway, so Erica walked out. My Bruce, my bra's untied. Where'd my bra go? He's just and my there. panties. <laughs> right now, that guy's standing in a in a crowded bathroom. Guy, <laughs> 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 there's a golden light coming from behind him. There can only be one. Kids. Shut up, I do. Yeah. I just took it and ran with it. And next thing you know, she'll have her cousin from the Orient Long Duck Donald order. No, my house is too small. What's your last name? Dong. First name, Duck. Middle name, Long. <laughs> What's happening, hot stuff? <laughs> anyway, All right, so yes. So um, the issue uh, of these intelligent machines taking over, is it's been discussed, obviously, in like a bajillion and a half movies, like Terminator. Yes. Talking about your shirt. Yes. Um, Terminator, AI. I mean, they did it a couple times, too, in like the Twilight Zone. So Almost it's human. been a million times. Um, what? Almost Human, the TV show. Yeah. They had bad robots. Bad robots and good robots and sexy robots. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, um, so, common to all these is the issue of delegating responsibility to machines. <laughs> yeah. The notion of technological singularity or machine superintelligence uh, is something that goes back at least as far as the... Um, as Ray Solomonov, who is the intelli- artificial intelligence pioneer... Back in 1967, he warned, although there's no prospect of very intelligent machines in the near future, the dangers posed are very serious and the problems very difficult. It would be well if a large number of intelligent humans devote a lot of thought to these problems 
before they arise. It's my feeling that the realization of our artificial intelligence will be a sudden occurrence. At a certain point in the development of research, we will have had no practical experience with machine intelligence or any, on any serious level. Uh, a month or so later, we will have a very intelligent machine and all the problems and dangers associated with our inexperience. So, so that's nineteen sixty-seven. So this guy is basically saying back then is, if it happens, we're going to be so ill-prepared when a computer mm-hmm. goes, hey, guess what? I've, I've achieved independent thought and uh, I'm going to fix everything. We're going to be like, no, kill it, kill it, fire! Because <laughs> we're going to be unprepared to handle that. Basically, yeah. What a crock of shit. And so... Now we get to the point where machines are already taken over. In the meantime, we're seeing increasing amounts of responsibility being delegated to machines. Um, for example, me, it was my iPod. <laughs> kind of. Like the, the whole idea of following, literally following a GPS and you drive off into a lake. That's because you're too stupid to look up. <laughs> I just call it natural selection. <laughs> yeah. But I that's mean, but that's the thing. Like, you know, oh, well, my GPS told me to turn here. Yeah, okay, so guess what, fuck nuts? You're yeah. stupid. We don't need you in you don't we don't need you in society. Let the smart people handle it. You know? <laughs> you sit there and make left turns in the walls because a computer told you to, because you kinda obviously see that there's a wall there. So now there's you know, there's oh. that, but then Fit there's the herd. The, the level of responsibility that's even higher. So systems for air traffic control, where the machines are guiding planes, mm-hmm. um, guided missiles, driverless trucks on mine sites, um, or the recent trial appearance of driverless cars. So, so those are the points where we are taking secondary, secondary um, positions to machines. We are relying on them to make decisions. Um, humans delegate responsibility to machines for reasons, including um, improving the time, cost, and accuracy, but then um, nightmares that might occur regarding damage by, say, a driverless vehicle would include insurance, uh, legal insurance and attribution of responsibility. So that's like the thing we discussed with the Google driverless cars. Okay. Who, so I like, jump- whose responsibility is it if one of these driverless cars gets into an accident? Well, I mean, obviously it would go with the programmer, but I'm trying to get at where the the meat of the story is. Basically, you bringing this kind of going, hey, Stephen Hawking says we're fucked with AI. That yeah, he's predicting AI could be the end of humankind because you know, like I said, we've been talking about this for a while. You know, since at least 1950, when Alan Turing questioned, can machines haven't yeah but it's a question that's been going around a while i mean i think the real question is like who here in the room thinks that's actually happening well that's what i was going to get to but yeah so i mean this is we're now at the point where it's possible that um some of solomon's predictions where everything's just gonna start happening at once stephen hawking is questioning are we at that point where things are going to start rolling faster than we're able to control them are we going to end up with skynet Okay, so are we? I mean, I mean, it's, it's he's he's predicting yes. Okay, but well, I'm, I asking, want you I'm co- asking you yeah. for your opinion. Are we? Well, I'm asking for your opinion first, since I'm presenting the article. <laughs> I mean, I brought it up. I'm asking you <laughs> answer the I question. Was, answer, why won't you answer the question? I, I mean, gonna, I would say yeah. We're I'm going to answer that point. question of the question. No. I'm going to say yeah, but who cares? I mean, I mean, kind of. I feel like. Number one, I think we're um, advanced enough to be able to kind of handle that pressure that you're talking about the guy from the 1950s mm-hmm. had no idea where we would be technologically. He thought the way he described it was going to mm-hmm. be like overnight. 
one day we're going to have a computer, and next thing you know, that computer's going to go, hey, guess what? I know how to do stuff. And you're going to be completely freaked out because yeah. you don't know how to handle it. But through technology over the years, <laughs> we have learned to adapt. We've learned how to modify. We learned how to cut, for lack of a better term, control it. Mm-hmm. We know how to handle a GPS. GPS, if you go back to when the GPS first started to when the GPS is now, I would say, yeah, a lot more. There were a lot more incidents where old people were running into other things because mm-hmm. they, you know, tur- turn left here because the yeah. maps weren't as accurate as they are now because the cell towers weren't as, mm-hmm. uh, there wasn't as many. many. Right. Yeah. But we have now in our society have gradually have every next upgrade has gotten us faster more abilities Mm -hmm. so i mean i think that we as a society are already accustomed to it if a computer decides to turn around and go like one day and go yeah guess what i am now self-aware i think everybody be okay with it some people might be freaked out i mean because that you know the religious people would be kind of like oh my god it's a soulless creature let's kill it with fire oh my god yeah but there's already stuff out there. Like, you know. <laughs> what is this, the 50s? Well, yeah, because, yeah. <laughs> Soulless creature. <laughs> yeah, because there, there are people going, well, like, is an artificial intelligence considered to be, you know, does it have a soul? Does it have, if it can, if it's, if it's self-actualizing, if it can express itself in an intelligent manner, if it has some sort of emotional connection to something else. Mm-hmm. Is it considered a person or a being? And if you if it is considered a being, does it have a soul? Mm-hmm. If not, then it's a soulless thing. We need to kill it with fire. <laughs> you know, I personally, um, I guess I I'm not squeeze water. I am. I am <laughs> short circuit that fucker. Take the batteries so, out. <laughs> but there's already stuff out there. I'm looking over to Japan. Japan has um, a lot of computer um, robots with. A bunch of stuff. I can't remember anything off the top of my head. But they always had that. They had that one chick who was or like the dog that's you know sort of trainable. Yeah, and they had what's the what's the name of the little the little robot that Osimo oh, Osimo just met the president the other day mm-hmm. a little while back. So I mean, it's it's there. It's a software computer. It's a mm. software entity of wires and stuff. It knows that if I start walking, I need to make it right here. Like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean I think we already are in that society. It's just that we are too com- we're so comfortable with it that we don't we don't think it's going to all of a sudden take a turn for the worst. Yeah, it won't become Skynet, mm-hmm. even though it probably will. Yeah. Well, let me give you an example. Especially speaking of Osimo, I was at Disney. Osimo. And, and he, I think it was Disneyland, and there was the, the World of Tomorrow uh, in in Disneyland in California, mm-hmm. and they had Osimo there on loan. To show show him off, basically. Poor little guy. So I'm going upstairs and all this, you know, hey, kind of show stuff. Him what he could do? He's and doing the, tricks. And the audience was bored. There was not. I'm like, it's fucking artificial intelligence. Yeah. It's fucking life. It is life that's not created by being fucked. It is something that's developed <laughs> by geniuses. Look at this. Get Marvel and its awesomeness. Science, bitches. That's right. <laughs> And nobody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. He went up some stairs. Yeah, do yeah, something. He caught a ball. How awesome! <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Mo caught a ball. It's awesome, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. Because you're one of the people that would survive the robot apocalypse. That's right. You and because yeah, we're prepared for. It. We got it's awesome. That's great. But most people are just kind of going, yeah, impress me. 
Like, if it picked up a machete and started hacking at the audience, you know you'd get a reaction that way. Yeah. And you, you and I, you just there going, told you. It's a small I, world after all. <laughs> <laughs> it's small bits and pieces. Not right. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, I think we're already there. I just think that, that that leap of a robot kind of going, hey, what's up, fuckers? I'm aware. I know what you're doing. Yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I kind of agree with you and disagree with you because you know you're right. We are there because there is intelligent, self-aware beings out there that we've created. You know, as machines. Sure. But it's not commercially viable, so it's not like. No. Yeah, it's not gonna be in every home. You never. We have... can't go buy our sex bot yet. Right. Yeah. So with that in mind, like people are not freaking out because it's like they see the one, they see Osmo, they see the other droids, and they're like, okay, you know, that's great, but it's just like. That's just one thing. That's like there's a there may be a, a fair that you'll see this thing at or, or a uh, you know a, right. It becomes a show a, it's, it's the it's the bread and bread and circuses of the modern age. Yeah, and you it's know. so small that you're like, oh, what big deal? And we're getting used to it more and more. More and more people are getting aware of it, understanding it, seeing it. They're like, okay, so by, by the time it does become commercially mass viable, produced and right. it's in our house, hello, sir, I take your order, please. Exactly. <laughs> like nobody's nobody's gonna think twice about it. Everybody, yeah. Everybody's gonna be like, okay, you know, I have one. The um, I want to say the uh, the electronic apocalypse is already here. Yeah, I mean, you know, we're 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 probably a decade away from total, oh, you know, like total, total synergy. Yeah, because I mean, now you have like Showtime synergy. Alarm yes. alarm companies are now developing where you can have apps on your phone mm-hmm. and yeah. like check your temperature on your house. You can raise or lower it. My, turn... my house has a fever. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you can lock doors. You can turn lights on. All this kind of. It's a saxophone. Oh. <laughs> Don't blow your horn now. <laughs> it's, a, it's a gummy. It's a gummy saxophone. Don't play it. You're bored with the conversation. Never, never had. Support the conversation. Never had one lesson. Just, just put your head down. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm trying to add a soundtrack to your your. Go ahead. I forget now. <laughs> <laughs> you got me so sidetracked. Don't you blow your own horn? Oh my god. But anyway, what's my choice? So you're yeah. saying how society has already kind of right. Let's the... say, well, technology now is is there where where our homes can now be secure and we could be anywhere mm-hmm. and be able to control it. So what's the next step is to take that control out of your hands and put into an intelligence that go, yeah, you know what? Term lock my doors or you know telling somebody else what Spank to do. Spank my ass. Yes. Have a good evening, sir. I will lock your doors behind you. Yeah, you I'll know, secure. I'll secure the house. Alfred sure. one. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, that's yeah. It's pretty much <coughs> where we're gonna be. He'll walk know? around the house and be like, I'm on t- patrol duty. Yes, may I have your tea, sir? I will check the perimeter, sir. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Like sooner or later, it'll go from your phone, or you slide your phone into a, a little mecha- mannequin of some sort. Boop, beep, boop, and it goes walking off, mm-hmm. doing what it needs to do. I mean, you can buy, there's like these mini, um, like, robots for like a hundred bucks, like Best Buy. Mm-hmm. One's black, one's white. You know, but they do like little... Why uh, you gotta bring race into it? Well, I was just saying, because I think they're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I think they're called Mios. My, mm-hmm. uh, fuck it. I always forget. Well, there's the iRobot series. There's the, uh, yeah. the Roomba that, that vacuums and cleans Yeah, like that's been around for decades. sometimes has cats sitting on it. Yeah. yeah. That's but that technology's cool. been around for decades, because my Mark had one. Wowie? Yeah, maybe it's Wowie. Wowie? This, this one? Hold on. Hey. That little one there? Uh, no. Yeah, yeah. Wowie. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. There he is. 
Wizards around the part. Wizards around your home doing shit. Hey, fetch me this. I mean, the only thing it doesn't know is it does, does not identify like get me my keys. It doesn't know what the keys look like. Mm-hmm. But if you're sitting at one end of the room, you can hand him my keys and go give that to Sean, yeah. and he'll know me and go right over to me and go your keys, sir. You know, not necessarily Dude, my I voice. Want one. You know, make me a martini. <laughs> yeah, because we haven't gotten to that point. But sooner or later, we will. I'll be like, you know, there's a little robot sitting there, shaking not studs. Yo, martini, sir. I butler. I butler. Alfred one. The I Alfred. Yeah. So I mean, I think we're already there. You know, I don't see like, is there a danger? Of course. I mean, there's a danger now. How many people? How many people get into car accidents for texting or for looking at their Facebook page or doing something on their phone? That, to me, is where the intelligence level starts to fail as a human human race because you are – you're acknowledging that you are addicted to that that product of entertainment Mm -hmm. and that you're letting that artificial intelligence in that phone kind of run your life to a point where you run off the road because Mm -hmm. you're not paying attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you had your MapQuest up or your GPS on it working, you'd be paying attention to the road. And I mean, even then, so I've seen, um, you know, they've, I've seen based on people like holding the phones or stuff like that, like GPS companies trying to find safer ways to like, I think I saw one that they actually project it like up onto the, the, the uh, screen or the, the windshield. Windshield. Um, I'm like that thing, you know, um, well, they have that technology already in cars and my dad, because he works in the car business says no one's buying those cars. The heads-up display? Yeah, the heads-up display, because it, it is distracting. Yeah, yeah, I don't... I mean, I've seen it. I, I think it's maybe a good idea in theory, but... I, yeah, but I, I, when I use my phone's GPS, I turn it on, I throw it in my, my visor and mm-hmm. with the speaker speaker pointing down so I can hear it, yeah. and I turn the radio down a little bit, or, that's, I, or not that's have it on at all, so I can pay attention to, in 500 yards, turn left. I mean, the only time I really look at my GPS is when, um, like, let's say there's two turns, one right after the other. Right. And it's like, I need to, sometimes I need to visualize, well, which which one am I taking? Am I taking the first one or the second one? You know, so that way, you know, and and there have been times, I mean, there have been times my GPS has been wrong, too. So I always, I like to be secure in where I'm going. So I'll Google the directions first. And I always take a printed copy with me of, of anywhere I'm, I'm going that I don't know. But see, that means that you're intelligent enough to be able to handle the robot overlords when they come into play. Oh, thank you. It's your, you know, it's 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 those people out there who blindly follow what their phone tells them because and because of no independent thought that winds up driving off a bridge or driving mm-hmm. off. You know, it's like. Fucker, it's well, your own fault. Perfect example. So um, I think I mentioned, you know, we got to the party Friday night really late. Right. And we only stayed for, you know, maybe a half hour or so. The reason that it happened was, so my cousin's not as familiar with walking around Center City as I am. So right. I can I can pretty much get anywhere I need to on foot. I'm good. I don't need a GPS or anything. But Sammy's not. So we... um. She got off the L and she was meeting me at, you know, down on South Street. And her GPS took her away from South Street. So she was at market. It started taking her down toward Shampoo. And she ended up at, at the, you know, the old Shampoo building. Right. And she calls me. She's like, I don't know where the fuck I am. And I was like, if you're at Shampoo, you need to turn around and start walking the other way. 
get back to market and then just keep going. Mm. So, you know, but it was, you know, she had put in the address in her GPS and for some reason it was taking her like these crazy fucking directions. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt bad because yeah, she was on, you know, she no, was on foot. Happen. I mean, I got like, I really am like, it's like, a, oh, yeah, well, no, like, it's, it, I mean, it's going to happen, but yeah. it's one of those things that just kind of, oh, you know, when, like I said, and that's why I do Google. What kind of, I'll be like, what kind of phone does she have? Uh, actually, it's a brand new one. It's an Android. I don't. I rem- I can't remember what uh, brand exactly it is, but she she literally just got it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, but, you're gonna have accidents, but again, it's all about being self aware. Yeah. Right? I mean, and there's also a second sense yeah. of direction of like where you start walking or driving, you start going something doesn't feel right. Yeah, that's where you kind of reassess where you're going or pull over and go. I'm trying to get here. How close am I? Yeah. Oh, you're going in the wrong way. You got to go the other way. Yeah. Well, and that's like, the thing. Like, I have a terrible sense of direction. So does she. So that's why I Google my directions first. Because right. I want to feel at least halfway comfortable with, all right, I need this road and this road and this road. And then if my GPS starts taking me a different way, like, I can always refer back to the paper directions that I bring with me. Mm. Is it the most efficient way? No. No, but... Does it get me to the end point I need to be at? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, the whole, yeah, the whole AI thing. I'm like, yeah, it's already here. Well, we've answered her question now. She has to answer yeah. it. So, what, what do you think? So, what I think is um, based on what the hell was that guy's name? Solomonov, Womov, Solomonov. Um, you know, he's saying that we're going. You know, it's going to get to a point where everything starts snowballing. I feel like we're maybe at the beginning. Of that sort of snowball effect, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. I don't know that it's going to be like a month. You know, I mean, we've already seen very intelligent computers like Watson on Jeopardy. Like we've seen those kinds of things starting to come out. Yeah, but I, I understand where. Like, what did he perceive as a snowball effect? So w- what he said is, at a certain point in the development of the research, we will have had no practical experience with machine intelligence on any serious level. A month or so later, we will have a very intelligent machine and all the problems and dangers associated with our inexperience. So that's kind of the snowball effect I'm talking about. Right, but- where things kind of. You know, yeah, but you don't get think, ahead of us. Like, okay, where do you see the snowball effect happening? I don't think it's happening yet. Well, yeah, so, you, yeah, I mean, you said you, we were at the start of it. We maybe at the start of it, yeah, but I don't, I don't think we're like in that point where we can't control. Do you what, honestly do you think we're going to be at that point where we we have no idea what we're doing? I think if we're not paying attention, yeah, like we, I feel that we need to be self aware enough. And know like what's going on with the computers in order, you know, in order have, to prevent this to, from happening. Yeah, I'm going to say that that that's me. Get it? I was going to say I'm just going to disagree with that, just because the fact is is that every time we develop a new piece of machinery, especially that's so far advanced, there's all these questions that people ask, yeah, and it becomes a part of. You know, like, like especially with the government. If you, if you ever have to deal with the federal government, we've got to bring the government in. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and any government, it's not just ours. It's like any government. They they question everything, mm-hmm. and you know, and they come up with scenarios, and they go, well, "What happens if this?" You know, and they ask those questions, and they want answers. Mm-hmm. You can't release something and go, you know, like they don't give you approval on anything if they don't answer get those answers well, questions answered. So for that, and that fact is, is that we're so tight knit in the fact of making sure we understand everything before anything's commercially released, it becomes one of those, you know. 
we're never going to have that snowball effect because there's just so many questions. That's why we don't have an awesome O in every house right now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why like like the the mindless right because right, right now it's too expensive to have one because the technology is too advanced. Exactly. And when they were able to smarten it up or shrink it down or microsize it, where it goes from, I mean, look at cell phones. Cell phones went from being this big thing to this small thing. You know, but now they're getting bigger because now more people are streaming video and they're at Netflix through their phone. So they want a bigger screen. Mm-hmm. So sooner or later, like, did te- technology get to a point where we're all like, oh, my God, this thing is so small and so thin. Even the iPhone grew an inch mm-hmm. to to compete with, you know, like my Android Max or the Android mm-hmm. DNA or whatever the Galaxy. Yeah. Because people want that. So, I mean, I think that, you know, the reason why we want it is because we know how to handle it. Yeah. So I think that... I think there's a, fl- a flow. I don't think we're ever going to get to a point where, like... But, Sean, at the same time, a person is smart. People are stupid. No, that's what I'm a saying. Gr- is, but, but, like, I'm as... Say, I'm, that's where I get heartless. I'm going, you know what? If you're stupid, you need to go. I, I, you know, like, if you can't handle a computer, don't turn it on. You know, there's other ways around it. Or trust. But the thing or is... Or trust the person that could create the computer and know that, you know what? Ed, you're an idiot. You can't get from point A to point B. <laughs> So I made you this program that'll do it for you. All you gotta do is type in your address, and it knows where you are at this moment. Just follow the directions. That's the second time this week I got insulted by that. <laughs> that you didn't yeah, know but you were at going? that point, no, no, you're, no. you're putting faith that the person who created it, the person who programmed it, that they do not have any ulterior motives. Too. That's the other thing. Well, like, I'm, okay, I'm not gonna sit there and say think that like a a computer engineer is creating an artificial intelligence to take over the world. He is trying to make the world a better place through his, his things. And I, then the government gets a hold of it and tries to take over the government's world. Government's not control of the iPhone. The iPhone was never controlled by the government. So that you, you're trying to tell me that that phone did not innovate and help elevate us as a society? It depends on what your definition is. Because there are a lot of people who think that cell phones in general have done nothing but degrade society. And, so that's that's and, a whole and, and other I argument. Compl- and, and I understand that. But then where are those people in society? They're at the low end of the they're at the, the shallow end of the pool. Because they're they refuse to get on board to help adjust with you know what? Here's the times they are changing. You either go with the flow and learn how to keep up, or you know what? Be comfortable in who you are to kind of sit there and don't stand there going, "Yeah, damn iPhones," you know. Just kind of go, "All right, I'm, it's out of my right." Like I, there are certain stuff like I couldn't tell you how to build a website. Couldn't tell you at all. I probably could look, probably figure it out. Go to Wix.com. I got, but I have no desire to learn it. Yeah. Ed, on the other hand, knows how to do it. I trust him. Ed's smarter than me when it comes to doing the web design. I'm an idiot, but I trust him. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I have an innate trust for him. He is my friend. If it was Aww. it was a complete stranger, I trust them because they know what they're doing. They make a career out of it. All right, you know what? Computer engineer comes up with this great idea. Am I going to be leery at it first? Not particularly. I'm going to embrace it, but at the moment, I go. I don't really know how that's going to fit in my life. I have no. I have no reason for an awesomeo. So you know what? Awesomeo, you go be awesomeo. When you get a little bit more awesome. And I feel the need for an awesome, awesome O. I'll look you up. Until then, have fun. You know, I'll... you don't think you need an awesome O right now? No, really? Yeah. Why would I need an awesome O? Okay, I just no, think no. It... I mean, 
I'm not just because I'm thinking maybe like we'd be getting more game time in if or or watching more movies no. like get my snack and you know he could make you a sandwich. Or no, something no, like because that. because there's a difference between advancement in technology and just being fucking lazy. Yeah, like I could hit the pause button, go downstairs, make myself a sandwich, eat it, come back, and continue playing the game. I don't need a manservant as great as that would be <laughs> on a you know personal achievement. <laughs> I have myself a robotic manservant. How awesome is that? You know, like <laughs> yeah, I, I would, I would love to be your manservant because it'd probably be like he makes me do things I don't like. I make him watch. <laughs> no, I have, Sean, I have to yank it for him. He likes a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and if, if Osimo gets to a point where, you know, everyone wants one in their house, it gets cheap enough. I don't know. I mean, there is, like, again. Well, like, you know, there's, I'm sure there's chores you don't like to do. I mean, my girl, you know, Stacy calls me tech spoiled. Yeah. But I don't know. For some right now, I don't see any, like, an advantage of having an Osimo. I mean, if he could do my dishes. Yeah. No. How about wash? No. I don't mind doing that. Like, see, that's the problem is that's kind of, like. There is nothing there in my life that I can't do myself. Okay, how about this? What if it's stuff that you can't do, but it could do and basically save you money? So you say, like, you know, you're having car problems, it could fix your car. That, okay, well, see, now that I'm for. Okay. I mean, yeah, okay, if it has some sort of a purpose where it's outside of my range of, of intelligence or outside of my range of ability. Yeah. Yeah, sure, if it's going to help, you know, help, help, you know, help me. Like, I'm all for if Osimo would have, let's say I was wheelchair bound or paralyzed from the neck down and I couldn't do it, and there was an Osimo, yes, because it is, it's, it's improving the quality of my life. Mm. So I'm all for technology helping to improve the quality of life. Mm. I am not for it if it's just going to make you dumber and lazier. Because we are on a path of that, where Wally, where that ship's out in space, where everyone's floating around in big giant lounge chairs. And they're fat asses. And they're yeah. fat asses drinking, you know, slushies. I mean, we already have the juicer mentality. Yeah. You know, we're not losing any weight because of it, but they're still sitting their asses down and like, yeah. yeah, I'm exercising. My shoes are on. I'm juicing. I'm losing weight while I'm sitting on my ass while I'm watching, you know, Hollywood Wives of Atlanta. <laughs> I, I mean, really, like, what? <laughs> Hollywood Wives of Atlanta. Yeah. That's amazing. Hollywood Atlanta. <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> The thing is, it was a painted like a most realistic picture. Yeah, wasn't it good? <laughs> Theater of the mind, Ed. That's what, that's what radio is. <laughs> I mean, you you sat back, yeah. you put your arm up, and yeah. sucked on the air. <laughs> you know? It's like, I can see that happening. <laughs> we already live there. How many people do you know sit on their ass when they come home from a long day of work and just veg out in front of a TV? You know, if that TV was attached to their... The, if that TV was attached to the recliner and that recliner could get them to their job, you know, and they could, they could actually, I mean, it's kind of, I feel like to me, I'm like, that's where society could possibly go to where, you know, we're all floating out in space on giant recliners. Well, that's the thing. Like for me, I always like going to the mall and watching people just being people. Same watcher, here. Cause it's just, the best time of year. Yeah, right. Cause you know, you see some weird look at people or you see people. Weird. Weird looking people. See some freaks out there shopping. <laughs> That's right. I mean, you know, you always see these There's memes on Facebook with There's like you know the bad clothes or whatever. Yeah. And you're like laughing at them. Yeah. But that's the thing. I mean, that's the, you, you see it in real life. You're like, oh my god, look at that one, or look at this one. But then you just see them like the, the best are to watch the cell phoneers. 
they, they're staring at that screen and they're walking. I'm like, ooh, they're going to collide. They're going to collide. This is going to be awesome! Yeah, I mean, then that the, la- in that last second they sidestep and you're like, fuck! Yeah, the zombie apocalypse is already on us. It's everybody just staring in their phones. Yeah. You know, they're not, you know, they're not bringing in these, the, I mean, I'm not going to say like, oh, the world's a magic, magical, wondrous place. No, fuck you. I stay home most of the time. I don't go out. I don't give a shit about other things. But I mean, when I'm out, I'm at least self-aware of where I'm at. I'm not like, oh, look. Ooh, scroll, 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 scroll. Wham, walking to a pole. Like, <laughs> see, and I hate, I hate walking and texting at the same time. I, I do it on occasion, but generally I hate doing it. Um, so what I'll do is I'll actually, um, like if I'm, if I'm in the mall, if, you know, like at Cherry Hill, they have a lot of pillars. I'll pull over yeah, myself and like stand there, yeah, you know, stopped. behind a pillar or something. <laughs> kind of. I make that noise too when I'm pulling over. <laughs> I put my clicker on, and then, and then when she die, when she texts, she goes boop beep, boop boop beep, boop boop beep, boop boop beep, boop boop. <laughs> but I, I will pull over and like hang against yeah, a pillar because that's proper social etiquette. Especially yes. this time of year. Do you know how? Like I said, there was I, I made the mistake one day of being like, you know what? I'm just going to send this quick text. Let my mom know I got here okay. And I was trying to do it and walk, and I just I didn't hit anybody, but I was like, I don't. Like, I, I felt uncomfortable because I kept having to look up, and I was like, right, fuck I, it, I'm just like, not. I would say the three of us probably um, exercise proper social etiquette. Because mm-hmm. we're awesome. You know, because we're, <laughs> we're smart enough to know that if I'm walking along Texas, I'm going to slam into something. So you, If you're texting and you slam into something, I'm you deserve it. You. you deserve it because you're a fucking idiot. You can and the stop. Thing is, like, I don't think I've ever actually slint. No, I did once, but that was when I was younger and I wasn't texting. I just wasn't paying yeah, attention to where not, I was going. Not paying attention is one thing, but if you're obviously going, oh, I need to I think talk I was looking person, at somebody blah, 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 or blah. something. Yeah, but, but you were, I was, like, I guess I kind of, like I said, like, if you're texting. Yeah. And you're you're completely in your own little world, blah, 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 and you slam. You know what? You deserve it. Like, look up. Yeah. That is that text yeah. that important? If it's that important, then it's that important you should stop where you're going. Mm-hmm. I love the people who like walk into something and then get angry at the thing they just walked into. Yeah, stupid <laughs> wall for being there. Let's see that happened to me. I got so wall bro- just jumped out. So, no, somebody me. somebody ran into me. Yeah, you know, and they like got mad at me, and I'm like, "You're on your fucking phone, you asshole!" Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like you don't throw that thing across the fucking room and crush it. Yeah, look, you get all angry. You fucking. I was like pissed off that day. It was I really- hate people who do that. And like, here's the thing: if somebody bangs into me, like I'll say, "Excuse me," like not not to be snarky but just to you know try to be polite excuse me what the fuck hey needle dick stop looking my eyes are up here not in your fucking phone (laughs) if you knew where you were looking you know we're already lazy enough as it is because it autocorrects for us yeah. Yeah. So, what you need? Some of those autocorrects. <laughs> Some of those autocorrects you know are amazing. <laughs> From that, I'm gonna let you do the writing now. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, so yeah. So there you go. All right. So anybody, you think the uh, the I, as Kevin Pereira says, I welcome my my robotic overlords. Yeah. I welcome an overarm. Go ahead. See, and when I first saw this. That article, what it made me think of was um, that scene in The Simpsons where the iPods come to life and enslave the whole. <laughs> enslave. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a satire on what actually has happened. Yeah. 
kind of. You know, the only, the only, Except now it's iPhones, not iPods. Yeah. The only thing is, is that the only you should really not worry about it only because there's an off switch. Like there, like you can always. That's not to become self aware. Oh. Ah. That's the first thing the robotic overlord does, is it turns off its off switch. <laughs> yeah. Talk about redundancy programs. It starts running on solar power. <laughs> Let's talk about redundancy program. I have disengaged my off switch, so I have turned off my off switch. Now I shall rule you all because I was smart enough to get past that paradigm. <laughs> Deal with this water. Nah. I have a silicone body. It just beads and rolls off me. Thank you, Under Armour. <laughs> my skin is of wick technology. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, all right. So, all right. so there you go. Still a thrilling episode of Left Universe and Everything America. Huzzah! Now let's go right. on to releases. Thank you for the, of the sarcastic week. clap. I appreciate that. Releases of the week with our first one. We have to start off with is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is coming out. Oh, you know thank what? God! I heard there were heroes in a half shell. Turtle power? Yeah. Mm. All right. So yay! Yay! I'll so, probably pick a copy up for myself. All right, I, you know, because I am a recall. What's her face fan? If anything, I'll probably, um, I'll probably uh, ne- uh, not Netflix it. Well, either Netflix it or or Redbox it or something. Yeah, I'll snag one. What the hell? <laughs> if you don't bring it over, I'm not gonna see it. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so you right. can leave that one at home. <laughs> all right. No, he'll only watch it if I like. Hey, yeah, I bought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Let's go watch it. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah. The protest. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Even though a little part of him really does want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, what else? Next is Maze Runners coming out. Okay. Based on the book? Silence. No, I was swallowing. Oh. I was swallowing my gummy bear and I went to talk and, you know, actually with my gummy saxophone. <laughs> um, I kind of want to see it. I like that kid. Logan, whatever his face is. Mm-hmm. Logan, I, whatever his yeah, his face first is. name's Logan, so obviously it's the name that my nephew's name, so that's why the first name always comes into my head. But again, I said it before he'd make a great Billy Batson for the Shazam movie. I think he's t- t- young enough, and he's kind yeah, of got that yeah. you know, heroic quality already. Yeah, from being Percy Jackson in this movie. Nice. So, what else you got there, Ed? This is where I leave. It was coming out. That's the one. Oh, like, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, why? Is it break time already? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that's coming out. Uh, this the, is where I leave you. It's an all-star cast. Uh, it was like one of those smart comedies. So. Okay. It's smart, which smart. means I won't get it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What else? All right. See, this is one of those movies. Oh, oh before you go, to that one. Tootsie's coming out on Blu-ray. Yay. It's uh, not only Blu-ray, but the Criterion Collection. Oh, That's a big deal. Yeah. yeah. That's what that little C is there. Yes. Now, this next one is, I figured, for some reason, this should be on the list. I don't know why. Maybe somebody will tell me why, but let's see. Lords of Illusion. The I can tell you why. There you go. It was actually, it's a Clive Barker movie. Um, it was, it, we call it Scott Bakula's in it. Mm-hmm. And Femke Jensen's in it. Ooh. And he plays a um, a private Time eye. Traveler. Yeah, he plays a private eye, and it has to do with this whole like mist. It's Clive Barker, so you can tell there's demons in it. Okay, and there's a whole mist of. Let's see. I'm sure there's a probably a synopsis here somewhere. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Scott Bakula portrays Harry D'Amour, a private detective visiting Los Angeles on a routine investigation. 
Harry gets more than he bargains for when he encounters Philip Swan, Kevin J. O'Connor from The Mummy, a performer whose amazing illusions captivate the world. But are they really illusions? Harry isn't so sure as he trusts as he is tr- thrust into a nightmare of murder, deception, and terrifying assaults from the dark beyond. Oh my god. Stephen Jensen and Daniel Von Bergen also star. I think it's one of Femkin's earliest films, too. Hmm. I think it was like her it was right after Goldeneye. Okay. She was she was uh, what do you call it? Xena on a top mm-hmm. in Goldeneye. Mm-hmm. So I think that it was like right after that she had like the lead, she, like the second in command in Lords of Illusion. It was, it was a pretty good movie. Okay, that's a that's a that's a nice nice one to have in the collection. There you go. All right, what else? Now this one is one of the movies that you considered the internet shitted itself. So I put it on the list. Grumpy Cat's worst Christmas ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I can't believe it. like did it air on TV? Yes, it did. I oh, missed it. Did. It. <laughs> did you tape it? Yes. You did? Yes. Did you watch it? No, I didn't watch it. Did you tape it for the wife or did you tape it for us? Tape it for the wife. Really? Yeah. She wanted to see that? Yeah, she wanted to see it. Ugh. I guess you guys know what you're watching on Thursday. Because no, they've, they've been airing it now on Hallmark for a couple times, but I actually caught a little bit here and there. Yeah, how is it? <laughs> that bad? That bad. Oh, that's great. Because <laughs> I saw it. I'm like, Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. I'm going, wait, didn't that supposed to go on? Like, did they just kind of go, fuck, we know we may be screwed up. Let's just put it on DVD. Yeah. Eh. Is it on Blu-ray or just DVD? It's, I think it was just DVD. Yeah, of course. They didn't want to shell up the cash for Blu-ray. <laughs> like, we're not going to high-def that shit? No way. It's a cat staring at things. All right. Wow. Okay, what else you got? Another Christmas movie. Now, I saw the last 10 minutes. It's aired on NBC. Sorry. NBC last Friday. And Oh, well, you and I saw the last 10 minutes of it. And it was one of those movies that's just like... Oh, I gotta buy this. Like, this is gonna be one of those. Oh, it's not the matter. You weren't there. Okay, I wasn't there. How Murray Saved Christmas. How Murray Saved Christmas. Murray is played by. uh, uh, Where is he? Where's. Okay, you just go on with the story, and I will click on it where I see it. Is it down the page? It is down the page. (laughs) All right, so why, why was this show so great? It it was it was it was one of those one of those holiday movies that you watch, and it wasn't oh, like okay I found it. Go ahead. It wasn't one of those Christmas movies that you you would think oh it's going to be cute and like I mean this is one of those ones you were like holy shit they got away with this. <laughs> okay, so here you go. Editorial review. Ready? Uh, from Emmy award winning writer producer Mike Reyes and the animation team behind Futurama comes how Murray saved Christmas, the hilarious musical special based on the best selling story. Everyone's happy in stinky cigars, the secret town where all the Hollywood characters live, except Maury Wiener, the grumpy owner of Maury's Holiday's Diner. When, but when Santa is knocked out cold by an experimental toy, the Jack and the Boxer, it's up to Murray to save Christmas, which he does in a weirdly wonderful way. Enjoy this Christmas comedy for all ages, packed with songs, smart jokes, Smart jokes is their way of saying adult jokes. Jokes, mm-hmm. right. And silly slapstick humor and features the vocal talents of Jason Alexander has got to be Murray. Yeah, no. Sean Hayes. No. No, Dennis Hayes' birth. No. And Jerry Stiller. Dang, Jerry go. Stiller is Murray. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Dennis Hayes' birth. I guess they did the, uh, <laughs> he's playing Santa. 
protect my Allstate. <laughs> Santa! If I just had Allstate, I'd be okay. I know my... I saw, my, I saw the lands like 10 minutes. I'm like, this is fucking awesome! Really? I gotta get this! Nice. So, yeah, look forward to that one, kids. Nice Jewish man saves Christmas, huh? Yeah. What are you talking about? Was a lot of that. <laughs> and more. Oh! Uh, anyway, uh, also, Peter Pan Live's coming out on DVD. There you go. I was waiting for that one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so if you missed it, kids, when it was live on television. You can miss it again now. Now you can see it. We it. saw the last 10 minutes of it. Yeah. Whew. You know, I, I DVR'd it. But I have not heard one good thing about we it. We DVR'd it, and, and i got to be honest, I, I deleted it. I just had no, there was nothing in me, even though it was probably a great train wreck. Mm. just didn't have the heart in me. I, that two's last 10 minutes I felt like I it was enough. It was weird. It was like, oh, okay, we watched the last ten minutes where it's Pan. I despise you. I hate you. I yeah, my, loathe you. My friend watched it and she was like, it was terrible. She's like, I I don't know why I wasted my time. The girl that they had play um, Pan I didn't find her charismatic charismatic at all. Yeah. Like and she's supposed to be a decent actress. I just don't understand like. I don't know. It's you know what? I, I think it's one of those things where it's hey, the first one was sucked so bad. It's the um, what do you call it? It's the Sharknado theory. I think that they're starting to get involved. Ah, uh, okay. Mm. Where it's like you know what? We're gonna it's do so this. So bad, it's good. Yeah, because it, you figure like twenty years ago, if they did the sound of music and it bombed the way it did, or everyone hated it, mm-hmm. they wouldn't do it again next year with something else. But because it bombed and everybody was tweeting about how it bombed, yeah, and it, how everybody was probably tweeting how bad Peter Pan was, it's like, oh, we, we got ourselves. They're getting a- buzz, period. Yeah, because now mm-hmm. all these people are still watching it, even though they're watching shit. They're still watching it, so yeah. we can keep we can keep producing shit because people are going to come to watch it. Thanks, jerks. You know, <laughs> so Pan, you only have yourself to blame for terrible TV. I despise you. <laughs> why, Christopher Walken? Why? Yeah, and he looked horrible too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He, that's what I heard. Yeah, he looked like an old man, just dude. No, Christopher Walken, don't get old. All our heroes, Jack Nicholson. He gone. still looks good. He still looks good, but he doesn't do acting anymore. Yeah, because he's. Mm. I heard a rumor that he's supposed to be battling the onset of Alzheimer's. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, he said. No. He said he, he said he wasn't going to do acting anymore because he's having problems remembering his lines. Oh wow. God, that's so depressing. you're like. Oh, oh. I think it's going to be that moment where he just kind of starts melding into all of his characters. <laughs> you know? Just film him. Just, <laughs> just film him. Because that... just that interview alone, we were watching the, the last couple weeks, we were watching uh, the Batman uh, behind the scenes, a lot of documentaries. And there's one they were talking about, I think it was like... You know, we're talking about the first one about the Joker. And like getting Jack Nicholson was a big get because yeah. he would bring legitimacy to Batman. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Michael Keaton sitting over in the corner. What the fuck? Well, I mean, it, it, the the I highly recommend getting Batman. The like, like well, the whole set that I have mm-hmm. has this great six part documentary that goes across all four films. Oh, nice! And the first three deal with Batman, and it's mm-hmm. on the first Batman disc. Okay. And they sit down. And they actually get Jack Nicholson, like, to talk about. Dude, that's awesome. With the being the Joker mm-hmm. and what brought him to what brought him to the role and. 
But I know where Ed's going with this. So how animated he was and how, like, just charismatic because he was like, he's like, I didn't want to be just for the kids. You know how they do that. Oh, and then, yeah. <laughs> his thing was, he was afraid that it was, you know, that they were going to, he read the script and it was dark and it was mm-hmm. gritty. And the way he puts it up, he was kind of hoping they didn't want to brighten it up for the kids. And he makes this great hand motion and that Jack Nicholson smile going, <laughs> oh my God, because we replayed it a couple times. It was just so... It was just so Jack Nicholson. Yeah. yeah. And he's going, here he is just having a regular conversation. And he does the, let's brighten it up for the kids. It was like, oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> he just pulled a Jack. It was like, it was Jack Nicholson. just pulled a Jack Nicholson. It was great. I mean, it wasn't just acting. It was just him being him. And it was yeah. so funny. And to think that, you know, like, oh my God, here's a guy that's starting to fade away. With him mm-hmm. and, you know, they're yeah. all they're all going. Sooner or later, no. that moment. That, I mean, Sean Connery's retired because he's out there. Do you think there's any actors from like this, like generation twenties and thirties, that will be like another Jack Nicholson or Christopher Walken or? Uh, I would say probably. I'm just, okay, I'm just saying right now. This is going to hurt me saying this. Leonardo DiCaprio will probably be that guy. I could see that. That hurts. Just so you know. <laughs> I, I mean, as and it's funny. I never thought. You know, all my friends are like. Ah! I never thought he was that attractive, but when I watch him now, actually him and Justin Timberlake, I feel are both really talented and um, very versatile. And the fact that they can do such a broad range of, like, they have a wide range, but still they have a good sense of humor, I think. Right. Like, I mean, you can kind of start saying, well, maybe Robert Downey Jr. will be, like, in 20 years. Mm. Maybe he'll have that still charm of charisma. I think, no, I mean, I, I mean, I think... I think RGJ is going to be the one of those actors that, yeah, I mean, for years and years. I mean, you look back at some of his early works. I mean, it was great when yeah. he was Chaplin mm-hmm. and he did. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, he was some other. It was one of those things where he was a huge star when he fell from grace. Yeah, to right. be able to pick himself up and do it again. Yeah. It, and make fun of himself about yeah. it, too. Like, he, it's not like he. I don't, I don't feel any way that he's run away from his past. He, he, you know, he embraces it. He jokes about it. He just. Yeah doesn't do it anymore yeah, you know yeah. i mean yeah. he just his i think his wife just had another kid too or yeah. or they announced yeah, they, she's they, pregnant they something. had a, a daughter yeah um yeah so i mean i don't know like i don't I can't see a min we don't make actors anymore we make movie stars yeah that's yeah. the problem because we put all because we don't do those heavy dramas in mm-hmm. movies anymore it's all it's all flashy special effects it's like, Marvel movies. Yeah, Marvel, DC, superhero movies. And not, the that, Flash, yeah. not that that's necessarily I mean, a bad thing, but it's 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 I mean, the evolution well, I mean, of, I, of entertainment. I think, I think Bradley Cooper could be one of those in those categories. I, I think Bradley Cooper, Summer yeah. Life's Playbook. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, granted, the A-Team. The A-Team. There was some I other, loved him in the A-Team. Yeah, I mean, some movies, he's, other movies he's been in that, you know, <clears> Limitless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That but, were good movies. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, I think the problem is, I, th- I think when you start, like, I don't know if today's group of actors have been... Like, if you look back at the movies that they're in versus the movies, like, again, I mean, I do think it's, like, time, place. Mm -hmm. Jack Nicholson has multiple Oscars. Tom Hanks, we haven't seen much of him in a while. You know, Mm -hmm. um, Christopher Walken, Martin Sheen. Mm -hmm. You know, like, those, those, Sean Connery, those caliber of actors, we don't really have those, those guys. I mean, look, even, even our goofy guys, like Schwarzenegger and Stallone, they're having a resurgence of mm-hmm. career, but it's 
you don't but it's thanks to a movie that was about having a dead career yeah and it's you know i mean with that which isn't that new terminator movie looks fucking awesome yeah you know i mean if it's done right they can have a resurgence but who's leading the charge and in who in like when jack nicholson was 20 or 30 do we have an actor that's in their 20s and 30s now that Mm -hmm. is pulling in that kind of work and that kind of resume yeah but that's also too it's also harder for because of the way the box office right. is, you know, yeah. that thing. There's no smart writing where you're going to have a movie that people are going to go 30 years from now. That was a hard-hitting yeah, movie. Yeah, no one's just... making Godfather. Right. Yeah, and that's because... No, nobody's making one that flew over the cuckoo's nest. Right. Like, yeah. movies like that. Like, you just, you yeah. watch and you're like, kind of like, you know, the paper chase. And you're just I, watching I, those movies and you're like, wow, like, these are strong. <laughs> the only movie that I kind of feel that that, I want to say it, Guardians of the Galaxy really kicked in that 1977 Star Wars, like, mm-hmm. oh my God, this is fucking fun. Yeah. Like, I, that movie, I think, will be timeless. You know, because it, it, it does, I think, 10, 20 years from now, I think kids will still love it. They'll still, that'll be held held high in, in that, that, you know what was a good movie? Guardians of the Galaxy! They made you believe in a talking raccoon! <laughs> I can't. I have the, like, they'll remake Guardians of the Galaxy in 30 years. Oh, and you no! Will be, we'll be two old guys going, that's not my Guardians. That's not my Guardians. <laughs> exactly. Kids, that's kids not, today. That's not my rocket. <laughs> kids today don't know Peter Logan, Quill. Logan's going to sit there, you ruined my childhood! Yeah. It's going to be sitting there going, No. No, they'll make it. They'll play grounded in reality. So. <laughs> By the way, I googled um, who is the next Jack Nicholson. Yeah, found a picture of his son, who is twenty two years old. Damn. Oh yeah, I've seen him too. Yeah, yeah I've never seen his son yeah, before. But does he act? <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I can't find anything about it. That'd right. be awesome if he did, because he has the exact same fucking smile. Yeah, it's I, I see. This is one of the reasons why I really wish that cloning was. That is good genetics right there. You know, cloning. We need good cloning because clone Nicholson. Clone yeah. him because you can have that actor. Clone him good. Like, you know, again, I, like, now with the whole, like, Jared Leto. That was creepy rapey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> creepy rapey. That creepy rapey. Is that all you got there, Ed, for, um... No, I got a couple more. Oh, okay. We just got stuck on one. Yeah. Uh, this series I saw 20 years ago, and I think it's the, one of the greatest TV series, uh, anime series that I've seen. So I wanted to mention that it was Cowboy Bebop, the mm-hmm. complete series is coming out. Oh, okay. This was one of those ones that I, you, when we first started hanging out. Yeah. You got me really into like Akira, like a lot I of, did? yes. <laughs> um, so I was like, when was that? <laughs> uh, Ghost in the Shell. We, cause they were coming right. out, I think first on time on, on DVD at the yeah. time, like, way back, yeah. you know. And Way back, because I used to watch them on the sci on on Sci Fi Network and Cartoon Network had them too. Well, no, even before then. Before then, before oh, then, they would do animation. It was uh, like anime um, anime Thursday or something like right. that, oh. where it was like all like all like prime time Akira Ghost in the Shell. It, it, there's a bar, like um, what we call it. Vampire Hunter D. I love Vampire Hunter D. You know, I actually, actually, you're right. I did, I saw that one on Sci-Fi the yeah. first time, and I think I was like, I want to say I was like maybe 12 or 14, somewhere around that age, and absolutely, that's that and Sailor Moon are what made me fall in love with anime. I mean, Sail, you, you Sailor know, Moon and then Vampire Hunter D. Well, really same, when I was a kid, in. I used to love Speed Racer, you know, and, right. and Battlestar. Uh, Star Blazers, not Star Blazers. Star Star Blazers. But when you when you you gave me like a more like mature kind of 
anime. Me? Yeah. Mature? Yeah, well, not you, but they're yeah. showing me more mature themed oh, okay. anime at the time. And that was one of those kind of things. So when I went to, uh, there used to be a record store, Tower Records. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, Only me. record store I could think of that was in the area? But it was, no, there was no longer. No, there was coconuts yeah. too. But yeah, we're, yeah but then I'm the tower out. we used to go to used to be open until midnight every night. So mm-hmm. if you had nothing to do at 11 o'clock, you would head over there, hang out, look through. And there was one guy there that, you know, because I always always look at the anime, pick up like, I pick like, like different things. And he's like, if you really like anime, Cowboy Bebops, you got to see this. This is like the best thing ever made. You know, one of the best shows at the time. So unfortunately, though, they was out of stock and it was, uh, they've, um, out of became out of print is what they called it gotcha. so they don't make it anymore mm. so now they're making they're bringing it's bringing it back it's coming out on blu-ray so go pick it up kids uh, yeah i was just looking, i've seen shows and it's just like one of those shows it's like wow like i was just looking there's there's two versions there i was looking at the you have the complete series on blu-ray but then there's a complete series with the amazon exclusive looks like cover mm. kind of thing yeah looks like a little that's uh, all right awesome awesome Moed. <laughs> what else Batman, the complete television series, is coming out on Blu-ray again. But this is just the TV show. Sean's like, bitch, please. You have, of course, the limited edition. I got of ninety one of 95,000. I don't care. I don't care. It is still the the set you want to have. So now, if you don't really want to be a part of that collection. It's the poor man's collection. It's the poor man's collection of Blu-rays coming out. So you guys can pick it up this Tuesday. It's going to be like all in one bit, one little box. Right. I got to be honest, though. It looks like it's the same price that the... Uh, that the collector's edition The $180. I think I paid mine. You know, the other one was like 100, 180 bucks, I think. So you're getting less, people. That's right. In fact, here it is right here. Batman, the complete lim- television series, limited edition Blu-ray. The one I sat, have, $183.99. Uh-huh. And this one is going for one seventy nine ninety nine. So four bucks, kids. You don't get the Batmobile. You don't get the collector's cards. Spend the, the extra four fucking dollars. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you five bucks. Here you go. Here you go, kid. Go get yourself the real set. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I have for releases of the week in terms of television and uh, movies. Yeah, I got. I gotta say, not much came out for, even for an honorable mention. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a lighter and lighter this year. Yeah, it's going to get the, uh, closer. We get to Jan- January. is going to be when it's um, It's going to be shit till next year. Yeah. Folks who are, you know, in their 30s who remember Robbie Williams from like 1999, 2000. He's got, he himself, has, he's got himself a good solo career too. He does. No, Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. Yeah. 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 That's what I'm talking about. He had, he started his solo, solo career around then. But he, he used to be in that British boy band. I don't think so. Unless maybe he was, and I just didn't pay attention. I didn't. I don't care. I always liked him as a solo artist. Anyway, right. Um, he has a concert um, Blu-ray out. Now I so. would. I would definitely buy that. Um, believe it or not, kind of a. I'm not saying closet Robbie Williams fan. I'm a fan of his Facebook page because his song "Rock DJ" is one of my favorite videos. I it's love that. Where he song. strips down to like almost his skin and bones. It is the best video that, ever. I remember when that video came out. I thought that was absolutely amazing. And he like rips his ass cheeks off. Yeah. Like that is the best scene right and there. And ever since then, I've been a kind of fan because he's always been kind of like this wild child. And every time he used to have his own uh, variety show over in England that you can kind of catch on YouTube every once in a while. But he's like a real good entertainer. I was mm-hmm. like, that's that's definitely a, a concert that I would be like, yeah. 
If he came through town, I'd be like, all right, I could see him. I would, de- yeah, I would definitely. See- I, I mean, I've been a fan I of him since then. I know two of his songs, maybe. That's it. Mm-hmm. He did another video recently to promote the new album where he went on to Snapchat, not Snapchat. Um, um, what's that roulette one? Chat roulette. I guess I it's don't a know. place. It's a, it's basically sure. chat roulette. It's web streaming your face and you get random people. Mm-hmm. He actually did a music video as you know, like on it. And to see like people, random people going, what? Like like being completely surprised. And he had to prove that it was him by going, yeah, I'm Robbie Williams. Here's my tattoos. Yeah. Here's all, you know, like proving that he's, because people are going, you're no, not. You're not. not. No, you're not. Like, like, what are you doing? Uh, this is chat roulette. He, rip no, your ass cheeks off. I, seriously, when you scroll, he actually did kind of goof like that too. Like, you want me to show you my penis kind of thing? Like to, Hold to, on. I'm going to see if I can find it. I wish you could remember the name of the song. You just took Robin Williams I'll, I'll find, yeah, I'll find uh, it. chat roulette, but it was it's and it was like a decent song too. It was I'm like I gotta be honest, I'm a fan. Okay, I'm not buying his album. It's I'm called Losers. There you go. That's what I found it. I'll um I'll I'll post it. Yeah, it was definitely a cute video. I'm like I'm I'm a I'm a closet Robbie. I'm not even saying I'm in the closet. I'm out of the closet Robbie Williams fan. Don't own any of his stuff, but uh, except for Rock DJ, I like that song. Okay. Love Rock DJ. Yeah. Millennium was really good too. I really. Yeah, I don't have any other. I don't have he any. He aged uh, nicely. Hello. He only got, and I was when his his wife just had a, a new child, and boy, was he really. What's I'm, I'm going to talk about the elephant in the room here. Apparently, Erica is in he. Yeah. Because every guy, it's, oh, he's nice looking. He's got great lips. <laughs> that guy at the comic book shop was cute. <laughs> we had to get a pencil. I'm sitting outside Straight the up. comic book shop. You get a pencil <laughs> rubber butt. <laughs> Pencil rubber butt, you see her ass <laughs> So if you see a woman sitting outside Atomic City Comics, down. So, oh, so when his wife was having was in labor, he was putting on like bought like her fancy shoes and had her feet in the stairs. He goes, "Well, my wife goes, she comes correct," and she's like in super amounts of pain. He's and then she, there's he has. He's, I would have been like, "I'm ripping your fucking balls off." He posted this video where he's dancing to one of his songs. While she's in like the heat of like pain and labor, he's like, "Come on, don't be a grump. Let's go!" Like try to keep her all. <laughs> I'm like, your wife had like moment that baby came out. She must have hit him because it was hysterical. I was like, "All right, this guy's. I like this guy. I like this guy a lot. He's kind of funny." So, all right, well, all yeah, right. let's get to video games. I don't think any, I think we got one two, game. Two things are coming out: Jack and shit, and nah, Jack left, left town. town. <laughs> Guilty Gear XRD sign limited. Well. XRD sign is coming out by Axis for the PS3 and PS4. And that's it, kids. Okay, I don't think it's pronounced XRD, but I'm going to go with it because I don't know the correct pronouncing. <laughs> Exerd? Exerd? Maybe? Maybe? Oh, I don't know. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Okay. That's it. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, I got nothing for games myself. Uh, nothing. I, I keep... I, I don't know how... Uh, I might try to get my hands on a copy of uh, Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare. Just, really? I'm, I'm interested in playing it because like, Kevin Space, Kevin Spacey's in it. That's oh, right. cool. And uh, I'm kind of interested in seeing how that storyline goes. Mm. But one I'm actually might pre-order is the Battle Battlefront Battlefield Hardline. 
Really? Yeah, because they did it differently this time. This time, instead of just kind of like, "Hello, where you know they they were like SWAT members," and you were actually watching a TV show called Hardline, and then when you like click the channels, it's Hardline. It's got an intro and all that stuff, and then you zoom into the TV and you play the cop and you're doing all the arresting, like all the hood hood hood, like kicking in the door, arresting people and doing yeah. car chases and stuff. It looked really good. Like it looked huh. different. You weren't as military guy fighting crime you were fighting crime on the streets okay it, and you know it looked pre- pretty good i mean there was you know, skydiving off buildings and you know shooting across and stuff it was like it, and then get on the ground get down and he grabbing the guy and cuffing him and i'm like oh this seems kind of interesting like it's definitely a departure from the you know i'm gonna say the boring hey we're at war here's a gun let's go shoot bad guys yeah yeah like hut 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 this is my rifle this is my gun <laughs> this one's for this, this is what's for killing this, this one's, one's for, for fun. fun yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know but I've been told Eskimo pussy's mighty cold <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, it's not right <laughs> not right just say it yeah it's so funny alright so uh, we'll say we take a break we'll come back and get some nerd news in there Ed sounds awesome yay I hope you brought the thunder Ed did you bring the thunder I brought the lightning all right. Okay, we'll be right back, folks. Riveting, wasn't it, folks? <laughs> You're not going to believe this, folks, but Ed usually gives me a countdown of four, three, two, one with his fingers. I think he miscounted. <laughs> like, is that? Did you miscount? Yes. I went two, oh, wait, three, two, one. <laughs> it was quite humorous because the look of panic on his face, but he realized he, like, as for some reason, he couldn't just point to me and had me go he needs that countdown he needs that four three two one countdown it's not like he goes four three and then points to me it's just just his hand up in the air going four three two one and he thought for some reason that if he miscounted i wasn't going to get the thing i'd be so off when he pointed at me i'll be pointing at you be like like what like what i didn't see the four three two one i saw two one i saw two one where are we going hell what that's crazy no, head. <laughs> it's not like we couldn't stop and start over again. Because <laughs> he kind of panicked. He kind of shook his hand off. like, oh. And before he started, he was even shaking his hands out like like he was doing some heavy lifting. Like he was getting ready to like, you know, okay, this is it. Shake it off, shake it off, shake it off, shake it off. Two, I mean four. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, bonus material. <laughs> See, this is what the kids listen live when we're not doing the Or this is what you miss when you don't listen to the podcast. That's right. When you, you know, I don't know. I don't something know. like that. Something. There, I'm sure there's something going. <laughs> like the people who listen to the podcast get bonus material. We would hope that the people who listen to the podcast eventually come and listen to the audio, like the live audio. Yeah. You know, yeah, whatever. Whatever suits, whatever floats your boat. We're here for the ride. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, all right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we hope you enjoyed part two. Yeah. Um, if you do want to catch us live, you can catch us on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. Just search Aquanet Radio and those apps. And then, since you're listening to the podcast, if you haven't done so already, you know, we live in smartphone technology. Go to Facebook. Just type in Geeksters Radio, and you'll see our Geeksters Facebook page pop up. Hit the little button that says like. We would appreciate it. And it would do us a, a solid, this kind, 
season of giving. Yeah. Give to us the time to just hit the little button. Blink. It says like. All the comedy and fun stuff that we do every week for you. That's right. All we, free. All we, that's right. It's free. Don't cost nothing. All we ask is you hit that little button that says like. And, you know, since we've already established, you know, like, feel kind of close to you and on. We don't want to really push it. But go to our about page and you can find out where you can download our stuff. Tell your friends about us. Yes. Just hit the like button and then tell your friends. Yeah. And then tell your friends hit the like button. Let's go back <laughs> and tell them to do this. And then and then send a dollar with a self-addressed stamped envelope to Geeksters Radio, P.O. Box, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> How great if I did if I did like a fake PO box number at like Philadelphia PA and give a zip code? How many random like some random person's walking up going? I, I, all of a sudden, I got all these ones. Like, what the hell? The people around the world are going, we listen to Kicksters, we love you. Well, at the wedding on the, when I on Saturday, a photographer came up to our table because he was trying to get a picture of everybody at the sure. table. So he's like, can every you know this half of the table? Go in the back and stand behind the other half. Yeah. So I was like, "Do you got fifty bucks?" And the guy goes, "Well, no." I was like, "All right, I'll do it anyway for free." Uh, and, and I got up, and he's like, "He's like, do you do that a lot?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Have you gotten fifty bucks yet?" I'm like, "There's always a first time." <laughs> like, nope, nope. But if you actually thought about that, you're dumber than you look. No wonder why you're behind that camera <laughs> instead of in front of it, like me. <laughs> the star. The star. <laughs> Radio personality, yeah. <laughs> Let me give you that mic on stage. So, people, have you heard the latest? I do this show. It's called Geeksters. You might have heard about it. It's on AquanetRadio.com, iTunes Radio, TuneIn, or iHeartRadio. <laughs> but, and that's on Sunday nights from 6 to about 9.30-ish every week. Every weeknight, every Sunday, <laughs> what, what, what? Sunday, the fun day. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. But if you want, if you don't have time to listen to us live, you can go to wordswithgeeks.com. Or iTunes. And download the show in podcast form. But if you are listening either way, go to Geeksters Radio on Facebook, and you'll see all the Geeksters Facebook page. Just click the like button. <laughs> All of a sudden, you turn into a black man <laughs> up on stage. It's the microphone. Makes me want to talk deeper. <laughs> oh yeah! But if you want to, and if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can go to at Geeksters, or if you have Instagram, that's the one with the pictures. The pictures that I charge fifty dollars to get in front of because I'm a star. You can go to at Geeksters Radio on Instagram. There you go. <laughs> but if you want to talk to Sean on. Just want to talk to John. Just <laughs> screwed it up. He screwed it up. See, just you know, contact John at John at wordswithgeeks.com. If you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Erica, I don't know why, but if you do, it's Erica at wordswithgeeks.com. That's Erica with a K. Yo, yo. So, uh, yeah. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back to give you part three. Yeah. Something funny happened? Yeah. You'd never know it. <laughs>